By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence for hydrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Hypothetical Thinking, a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey from probability to possibility. Hi. My name is Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylorius Nelsonia Maximus. Johnny Clark. Where'd you get that name from, bub? I made that shit up all by myself, actually. It was given really? to me by my yeah. parents. <laughs> well, actually, well, I, I say I made it up. That is an adaptation. Um, what movie am I thinking of here? Is oh, that yeah. Russell Crowe picture? That's a Russell Crowe flick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, oh, yeah. The- get Gladiator. Gladiator, there <laughs> Gladiator. we go. That's from the movie Gladiator. Here's the line. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, defenders of the armies of the North. I will avenge your life in this life or the next. I will avenge something in this life. That was next. amazing. <laughs> yeah. I will avenge name. my life. Wait, I will avenge my wife's life? I don't know. Something. I'm going to avenge that, something that in this life. They killed his wife. Killed. Yeah. They killed his wife. The gladiator shot was... Okay, move on. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I don't get emotional during movies, like, ever. But Gladiator gets me every single time. Every time? Is it, right, is it the wife scene where she dies? That does as well. I think it's the music. Oh, it's totally the music. Yeah, I think it's the music. It, like, it's so emotional. It makes you be like, Dude, I could be a gladiator. I could have a slain wife that I could avenge. Yeah, I think it's the action scenes like, for me. I'm never I just, c- I, I relate to this character. I, re- I relate to this guy who kills other big ass gladiators and, and leads tigers. armies. Yeah. yeah, leads the armies of the north. I mean, I would defend the armies of the Atlanta, Georgia, though. <laughs> ATL, you <laughs> what? I. You know who Not Johnny was? Not to date this episode, but I think we won five nothing tonight. ATLU. Oh yeah. uh, what? <laughs> you know who Johnny would defend? Uh, Grand Haven, Michigan. Grand Haven, Michigan. Shout out to uh, the uh, on the happiest seashore. Shut up. <laughs> Should we go ahead and get GrandHavenMichigan.com? And just because it's obviously going to be hit. Ah, uh, hang on a minute. You know, at Grand Haven, I have Grand them following Haven. on my Instagram and like Snapchat. Like I, they've been, they posted me multiple times. They featured me at my images. So I'm sure I could like call some strings. Grand Haven, Michigan. You could call well, um, some strings. I could. I could. <laughs> Hello, strings. This is Johnny. Uh, <laughs> Johnny. Hi, friend. Um, <laughs> Take a cello. Uh, <laughs> Grand, GrandHavenMichigan.com is for sale, and you can buy it now for two thousand ninety-five dollars. Damn, Grand Haven. Let's do it. You're seriously selling your site for that much money? That's a lot. But really, in theory, it's not that much. No, Who's Grand Haven, Michigan, gonna sell it to? Us. Know. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna be honest. Is there another Grand Haven, Michigan? <laughs> no, nope. there's, yeah, can't be. Grand Haven, there's a lot of Haven, Michigan. So there's a lot of Havens. Okay, like Too many Havens. South Haven, and they're all pure, pure cities. Like, so if there was a city just called Haven, Michigan, yeah. then they could still use it to be like our city is grand. Probably, yeah. Dope ass <laughs> Haven, Michigan. Yeah. We're, Dope <laughs> we're grand as hell. <laughs> so if you guys don't know already, the way this works is that Taylor and myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny, little Johnny, goes into every episode. Completely blind, meaning he has no idea what we're covering each week, which is crazy and always results in sometimes interesting topic discussions, sometimes <laughs> confusing topic discussions, <laughs> but always high bro topic discussions. Yeah, 
That's, that's, that's actually a very good way to put it. That's a fact. So we're going to dive in. Instead of jumping into some news and things like that, what we're going to do is we're actually going to take time because uh, Taylor is, is going to run with this episode. We're going to take time real quick, and we're going we're gonna to find out what the definition of hypothetical really means. I've never even Nick, what in the world is a hypothetical? Hypothetical is an adjective. It means of, based on, or serving a hypothesis, or supposed but not necessarily real or true. Supposed. I think Supposed. It's, is it not pronounced hypothesis? Hypothetical. Hypothesis? That's a hypothesis. That's a hypothesis. <laughs> That's a dinosaur. That's a dinosaur that eats. It's carnivorous. I didn't even try to say that word. It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> so, awesome. yeah. So, there you have it. Um, so, what, what that is is just like a theory of ideas that you are trying to quantify? Yes. Used in a sentence, she described a hypothetical case to clarify her point. Oh. Okay. So, so then a hypothetical is like we use these hypothetical cases to <laughs> cloud our point. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to make it more difficult to understand. <laughs> the last three episodes have been proving points that, yeah, we, we just keep complicating already complicated points. So anyway, so Taylor, you're taking it over. You are, you're, you're, you're taking us on a different, unique, interesting journey today. This one's going to be unique. It's going to be uh, lighthearted. Not, you know, we're trying not to get too deep into this one. It's, it's just some fun facts, you know, and uh, just, you know, going to pick one central point and then a couple, couple things that kind of surround that point. I dig that. So what spawned this idea over the past couple of weeks? I have revisited some movies from an actor that I really enjoyed as a child. As a young dude, as a young bro, I really enjoyed this guy's acting. I felt like everyone else at the time did. It's like one of those Nickelback Creed situations where everybody fucking liked it. You're a liar if you say you didn't. But then now looking back, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that was the dumbest shit ever. No way I ever listened to that. No way I ever watched that. Yeah, right. This is one of those situations. So. (laughs) That's a good uh, exposition right there. Oh, wait, are we going to get a reveal of who it is? Yeah, because I'm... Oh, you'll get a reveal of who it is. I think the seat. listeners should know after this first little description of what I... This first little piece of reading that Do I have. Do you think I'll understand this? You know, I don't know, Johnny. I really hope. I really hope. <laughs> I really hope you... <laughs> you don't sound too confident. We just, we just talk about confident. confidence, and you're like, Ah, well, I really hope you, you know. You covered in your I was opinion, confident not in me. my hope. Yeah, not me, which is fine. <gasps> So, only used twice for its original intended purposes as a closed system experiment, once from 1991 to 1993, and then the second time from March to September of 1994. Both attempts, though heavily publicized, ran into problems including low amounts of food and oxygen, die-offs of many animals and plants included in the experiment, group dynamic tensions among the resident crew, outside politics and power struggle over management and the direction of the project. This project was called Biosphere 2. It's been a fucking week, and you're still on Poly Shore. It's what am I? Thirty two. I've been on Poly Shore since like 1994, dude. <laughs> like <laughs> that's so like twenty something years of my life. So Johnny, I know all the listeners understand, as Nick understands. We're talking about Poly Shore and the movie Biodome. Yeah, never seen it. You've never seen the movie you know Biodome. What, you know, you know it's really fascinating. I actually I remember uh, a situation that we were at a convention, and you guys were talking about Biodome. And you showed me a picture of, I think it's two dudes. I'm pretty sure it's two yeah. dudes. Yeah, it's yeah. two dudes. And you were like, oh, you know these guys, right? And I'm like, no, I don't. And we had a huge, like, ar- argument, but, like, a discussion on why I've never seen this movie. Um, 
but I'm sure like if you gave me more like information on on Polly, I'd is this real name Polly? It's a guy, right? Polly. Yeah, it's oh, Polly. Polly. Is it Polly Shaw? Yeah. Not Polly. Paul. It's Polly. Polly wants a Pauly. cracker. Like, I mean, Paul. he's not a bird, Johnny. <laughs> oh, Polly's yeah. Polly. Um, he's Polly Shore. Why don't you hit Johnny with a little, uh, a little synopsis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Biodome. So IMDb describes Biodome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a PG-13 rating, one hour, twenty-eight minute comedy. It was released January twelfth, nineteen ninety-six. It's about two moronic best friends that get themselves locked inside of a biodome. Mm, naturally. A science experiment along with a group of environmental scientists for one year. Wait, they lock themselves in there or they get locked in? They accidentally get locked in for a year. Here's the plot of the movie. These two stoner dudes, they're trying to impress their girlfriends. They're trying to get – their girlfriends are really environmentally friendly. Mm. This is 1996. People are trying – yeah, it's a hippie resurgence here. Smoking the urban. Very similar to like the modern day vegan. If you Very will. Don't much so. me, I mean, yeah. this movie is a lot, uh, a lot more timely. The two girlfriends, I, I would imagine the girlfriends were vegans. Yeah, absolutely. I imagine they're vegans. I can't remember off the top of my head who the girlfriends were, but I remember they were pretty, pretty smoking hot. And I, I remember they were <laughs> pretty <laughs> accomplished actresses that you see in other stuff. Yeah, I just can't remember off the top of my head. I might know them more than I know these Polly Shore. Regardless, maybe so. Maybe so. Well, that's not what it's about. So these guys get locked in this biodome. Yeah, basically, for a these year. guys they've got to impress their girlfriends somehow. They're not sure what they're going to do. Wait, they impress their girlfriends by getting locked in a biodome for you. By the end of keep in this- mind, this is an accident. They get locked in on accident. Okay, okay, that wasn't yeah. their intention. It was not their intention. Awesome. So they're driving along the road. And they mm-hmm. see this this shopping mall. What they think is a shopping mall, a really mm-hmm. elaborate looking structure. And they got to take a whiz. So like, ah, oh, let's pull over here at this mall and take a whiz. They pull over, they wander into some, you know, back door or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Just so happens that this is like the launch day of this one-year-long experiment into this biodiverse dome. And what is happening is there's a group of scientists that are going to be sealed inside of this dome for one year. Nothing goes in, nothing comes out. There's all these different ecosystems in yeah, the yeah, dome. Yeah. And they basically, it's science experiments. It's to, like, so like, test nature and its parameters to figure out, like, the whatever, like, um... The um, what I'm trying to say is like they're trying to test what happens in nature on a on a smaller scale on a really locked in scale. Like the the goal is to do this in space. Oh, this is like colonizing space experiment. You know, yeah. Like how can we terraform shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in a one uh, a closed, completely sealed environment where they're taking out all the factors and basically making it a control situation. Yeah, that's cool. And they're kind of planning on the factors. So that's their plan. And these guys go into this mall thinking it's. It's yeah, they just kind of wander in the door, thinking that they're going about to use the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> moments there, after they walk in, the they door get they get locked in. Yeah, and it's like a computer-based thing where the, the doors will not unlock yeah. for a full. There's, year. Like a, there's a whole like scene where they're like, "Oh, I can't get out." Essentially, <laughs> yeah, basically they're they're pounding it. on the door. Everyone's looking at them. What the fuck are these guys doing in here? Oh, yeah. you know, so yeah. they get locked in on accident, mm. and so they spend this whole year. <laughs> we're talking. We're like re. <laughs> We're recreating the entire got, plot. The entire There's got to be somebody out there who has no idea what this movie is. I can't be the I only person. I hope not, dude. I hope not. Well, when this movie came out again? 1996. 1996. That's, January 12th. I was 12th. born 1996. I used to watch it all the time. Right. You well, want to hear some bullshit about this movie? What? This is an amazing movie. 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's Shore, though. I think Polly just, he had, okay, you know, it was, the critics weren't a fan of Polly. It's bullshit. That's no, furthermore what, what's to, crazy is he was the most popular comedian at the time. Right, well, Adam Sandler was the most popular comedian, but the critics shit all over his movies, too. I like him. For good reason. Right. Uh, like, I don't know what they say about Happy Gilmore. It's probably got, like, a 100 uh, out, of, out of 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. Check, check it. Happy out. Gilmore. Billy Madison. Those What's are Mandela effect this right, right now? Uh, 
Ha, <laughs> right there on the left. And then sure enough, PPY. Happy Gilmore. 60%. Okay, 60%. So Still not satisfied with that. 5%. That's a good reason why I've not seen this movie. It came out when I was born, and I've, it had bad ratings. So move on. So they're Did you see Happy Gilmore? Like 100 times. Yeah, it also came out the year you were born. So mm, no, uh, how do they say in France? Mm, suck it. Mm, mm, it's uh, that's my dick in French. One, <laughs> Why one, do you need to bring it there? Because you said it. Okay, let's I go. didn't say the full phrase. All right, well. So, <laughs> <laughs> starring in tandem with Polly Shore is Alec Baldwin in this movie. Alec Baldwin then told his brother Stephen Baldwin that doing this movie could be the single most career-ending decision he could possibly make. <laughs> wow. Like, what? Now is this not the best movie he ever made? I... <laughs> well, <laughs> he made some good movies, it. but I feel I feel like a woman. Maybe there's maybe it goes deeper. Like maybe the the concept of a parody film of a biosphere it kind of was going to cause controversy. I mean, when when was the first biosphere? So the Can first. Can you give me that date again? This is kind of weird. So we've got okay, the first biosphere. Is Mother Earth? It's our planet. Mm-hmm. That's the first biosphere that we know of. So, really? biosphere that I was talking about, built in Oracle, Arizona, is called Biosphere Two, ah. and it is the largest of its kind, uh-huh. the largest closed ecosystem on the planet, aside from the planet. <laughs> 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 and it's huge. But the main goal here is obviously to test, you know, how these different environments are gonna are going to work in a closed space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the things that really came out of it was how do these people, like, yeah, react with each other, yeah, in this tiny closed-off so space. it's not only it's, an, like, a, nat- or a nature, like, finding out, but it's, like, a psychological test. Of well, how what, these- right. What that, year, that's what it turns into. What year was it? So we can close, because I want to I close this biodome door, because we're, <laughs> knowing us, probably going to spend an hour talking about right. the d- deep diving into biodome. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> so uh, it was built for, uh, the first experiment was from 1991 to 1993, and then the second experiment was in 1994. So it was like on the heels of Biodome in 96. So like, when- so yeah, yeah, the Biodome experiment was, you know, totally done. Yeah. And then this kind of took over, you know, I guess knowing these experiments happen. It's a pretty cool concept for a movie, if you ask me. Yeah. I think it's a cool concept in general, even if, you know, Polly Shores didn't slay it. <laughs> the concept was good, the execution was not. But when your execution was insanely good. But as far as like the <laughs> career ending decision with the Baldwin fella, uh I feel like on the heels of that, it was probably a bad decision to poke fun at something that was so costly. Yeah. To probably cost a lot of money. And also that it was an attempt to make advancements to fix the future of the human race on a planet right. that could die. That's true. Essentially. That's a very good point. And it, while it was considered a disaster, like these, these experiments, they, they couldn't even follow through with the experiments like they wanted. Right. They, you know, the, the point was to completely lock this place down for two years. Yeah. And like they couldn't do that. Like, they, they, you know, they falsified the experiment like right from the get-go. They're letting shit in. They're letting shit out. They're you know, modifying the oxygen, modifying they're the water. Contaminating this experiment. They're contaminating, yeah, 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 right from the get-go. Sounds like Polly so Shore's pretty career. pretty much just thrown the fuck out. <laughs> Polly Shore's career is riddled <laughs> with amazing movies. Yeah, that you let the success in, you let it out, and then, you know, you just wind up, I don't know, where is Polly Shore right now? <sighs> Man, I watched a special on him not too long ago, and he was doing, like, stand-up comedy, uh, stand-up comedy tour, and it was pretty cool, you know, it's, but he wasn't, it wasn't doing the kind of clubs that you would 
that Polly Shore in you know 1997 would have done. Yeah, you know he's doing you know small bars and whatnot. Right. But you see the way these people react to Polly Shore, and they clearly are like, man, I loved Polly Shore back in the day. I still love him. I'm going to show him the respect that he deserves. It's probably what that big truck, like that that monster truck guy. Oh Bob yeah, yeah it's Bob probably, People were yeah. really into that as well. I'm sure that's why. Like they were like, oh, I'm really into this. Like, I- well, they they give respect to one of the guys who you know pioneered the sport. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. But, so Polly Shore pioneered. Yeah, think about, Starter like, um, you know, these experiments, they came and went. I never heard about them. Sure, I was, you know, a little kid, but I never heard about them. Biodome comes out, and all these, you know, stoner kids who could be on the verge of changing their life because they got a vegan girlfriend, and they want to impress that vegan girlfriend. They want to be better with the environment, better with animals, you know, better with everything. I think Biodome is, like, a logical, like, way to show this generation, yo, you know, these experiments exist. This is out there. It's happening. Think about it a little bit. Right. Like, so instead of, so what you're saying is you're flipping it around a little bit. And instead of commercializing, or sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Instead of satirizing and parroting a solid attempt at technological and societal advancement, what it's doing is it's commercializing it and creating more acceptance and interest in the idea. Right. Because we're like, we should be doing that shit now. And right, we're not, yeah. we're not doing time. it. Now. I mean, we're really talking about trying to trying to terraform like Mars and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they be consistently working on this shit on a consistent basis? You know, people are out there that have autonomous autonomous homes. You know, out there in the desert, Arizona, where yeah. actually this is, it's like it's a pretty popular concept for autonomous homes that rely on their own water, their own power, their own waste management. They grow their own food. They're right. their own greenhouse. They're totally s- autonomous. Self, like, you know, surviving. Yeah, basically the same thing as this biosphere, biodome, but you take out this one element, which is a group of people who need yeah. to work together as a team. And they can't do it. And they can't do it. Yeah, that's when the team, when the people come together, they form these factions. Like, it says in here, Bi- Biosphere 2, they ended up forming two factions. They, were, they all went in there together with a common goal. And eventually they split mm. into factions where best friends hated each other. Yeah. But wouldn't you, know, you like, a, if you, it, like, you can't tell me that a bunch of scientists, like, gathered around a room and they were like, all right, so we got this great idea. We're going to call it Biosphere 2. All right? <laughs> not sure if they had the name at, right out of the gate, but I, in, my, in my version of the story, they did. It's uh, not a sphere. Yeah. It's a dome. It's a dome. It's a dome. <laughs> but <laughs> bio- it is a closed circular system. So yeah, I, get it, I get it. I get it. You know, whatever. It makes sense. Yeah. But you can't. You can't tell me that these like brilliant scientists got in a room and go, okay, what's the problem with our environment here? Oh, people keep fucking it up, right? <laughs> like they're killing squirrels, they're fucking in the tents, <laughs> they're you know pollinating the world with whatever it is they're doing, babies, and you know they're ruining the ozone layer. What's the problem here? It's people, <laughs> people are the problem. People are the problem. So let's take this biosphere. And put the problem in it. And make, and they that's the fucking problem point. right there. That's the, pro- yeah. the problem is the problem. The problem put is the problem. Put the problem in the problem, problem, and that's a problem. So why, would, why <laughs> on earth is this a human experiment, or is this an experiment in that we can actually colonize another planet right. or help our own? And I think that's the issue, is that these scientists thought they were brilliant. Really, they were just creating a dumb fucking idea <laughs> oh my God. by taking the same... <laughs> Thing that's the problem and just putting it under a dome and trapping it in there for a year right. or two years well, or whatever. But that's all about the scientific experiment. The scientific, um, what's it called? I thought this is like, like the hypothesis. No, it's like the 
a scientific method. Hypothesis. Where you have an idea and you have to test that idea to make sure that it's real. And right. any scientist can say, oh, yeah, humans are fucking up the world. Right. But by proving in a dome, actually, to, well, they're they're not taking out all the controls. They're doing a lot of things that are that are not under the control. But but um, by putting these humans in there and saying, this is the proof, this is the actual – the hypothesis that i have and this is the the, the uh, experiment i'm doing they can prove that i think that's that was their goal i just i hope they like manipulated it like they got them all into the dome and they're like day three we got randy <laughs> randy's laying <laughs> down it's a narration <laughs> we're gonna sneak in when they're sleeping and we're gonna make him think that susan took his ham and cheese sandwich <laughs> no it was that greedy fucking raccoon randy <laughs> damn it randy. <laughs> well then randy wakes up and he's like where's my ham and cheese sandwich susan I bet that shit was you. I saw you looking at it last night. I know you wanted my ham and cheese sandwich. It wasn't me. We're going to have a few words, Susan. Then he kills her. Right. Just like that. Takes her out. Down from 14 scientists, 13 <laughs> scientists. And that is just the third day in this year, two year, three year. This seems a lot exactly. like, like the... Um, uh, Lord the, of the Flies? The, the, no, that movie with <laughs> Kenneth Everdeen. Oh, my gosh. The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. What? What? Who the fuck is that? Kenneth Everdeen. Kit Kat Everdeen. Isn't you ever heard of like, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, her. Jennifer Kit Lawrence. Everdeen. Jennifer Lawrence, but those movies are stupid. Well, I okay, it's fine. But like they're just narrating. There's tomatoes, like this whole it's like a whole like oh. fucking point two. So here's my here's my question. Is this episode about Biodome? It's a yeah, roughly. I mean it's yeah. a, it's the stronghold. <laughs> it's the Biodome is the point that we're just eh, these little branches, they they offshoot. They offshoot. How about another little offshoot? A little fun fact. I'm into that. About Biodome. First appearance of all time. Tenacious D. What? Yeah, like, they're like, playing yeah, 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 one of the ra- – there's a scene where they're having Jack a rally Black. and Jack Black and Kyle Gass are playing. Yeah. That actually does blow my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. first – can we say cameo, you said? Yeah, it's their first live performance ever. That's the first time they were ever seen as Tenacious D, as a duo, as anything. That was the first okay, time. Now, that fact by itself makes me surprised I have not seen Biodome. I mean, yes, it's, it's literally enough. like eight seconds of them. Oh. Yeah. So this is what's fucking crazy. This also makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> so we may have just... Uh, for this podcast. We got to fact check this Wikipedia bullshit. <laughs> it says here... So it, it must mean that it was its, their first television or movie appearance. Because yeah. it also says in 1995, they supported the band Tool. Hmm. On their California leg of their tour? That is mind-blowing. What? Did Tool, Tool. give a, Tenacious D a chance? I mean, Tool is breaking boundaries all over the, all over the, the microcosms. Uh, it makes sense. Hmm. It makes sense. Ah, well I don't see anything when I'm uh, checking the Google machine. So, my so here. the way that Black got this gig, he actually attended UCLA with the director, Jason Bloom, the, the director of the movie, Jason okay. Bloom. Okay. Uh, he got the movie Black... Uh, he, he got the gig as director of Biodome, hired Black and Gas, performed the song in the film. <laughs> awesome. Great. The other shit. That's pretty tight, actually. I feel like I, the more and more, and this is just a side thing I wanted to bring up, the more and more I see Jack Black in films, I just saw him in a trailer recently where he's throwing fire. You see that, Nick? Where what? Jack Black is throwing fire in a trailer. Oh, yeah. What's it called? It's the, like the, the house that clocks and time and yeah, like oh, I thought I, he was gonna be like a new uh, DC character. He or something. was, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Shazam! No. What? Oh shoot! It sounds like he's the the, the like the flame, the Human Torch from Fantastic Four. Yeah, no, and I was saying like Jack Black, he was in uh, Jumanji, like the new Jumanji with like, and that was fucking crushed what? it, dude. He the deserved Jumanji, an Oscar yeah. for sure. Nailed it. Like dude, all the dick jokes in that. Give him an award. That can was one just, of the single hey, greatest acting jobs I've ever seen. No, I want three seconds. And can we just focus on the fact that Johnny just said 
the words, Jack Black deserves an Oscar, and then followed it with, do you know how many dick jokes are in that movie? Dude, but they're so... The, it's the threshold it's for Oscar-winning no, 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 performances no, no. are how many dick jokes, according to Johnny. And I'm pretty sure movie. that number is zero. There, well, that, there's no criteria for <laughs> win. dick jokes. What I'm saying is that that comedy, I would say, I would say that this Jumanji was a comedy. I like the first Jumanji, which is like more like just like a... Uh, it was a family. It was a fun flick, yeah. Family, yeah, okay. kids but, movie. But Juma- this Jumanji was not. There was a lot of dick Comedy jokes. Yeah. What I'm saying is that he sold that so well. I've never seen Jack Black like sell a character so freaking well. I laughed so uh, hard. Was that your first Jack Black movie you've seen? Because he sells everything. Uh, that was there insane. is no bad Jack Black role anywhere ever. I'm not saying there's bad. I'm saying he deserves an Oscar for that. He does, and I agree with you with that. I agree. 100%. Not because of the dick jokes. I'm saying he. We'll start a, pe- a petition. It. We'll start a petition, and we'll send it off to. Um, Grammy.com. I don't he, he played a awards. teenage com. girl. I don't know. The Academy? Emmys? Academies. Yeah. We'll send it to an Academy. A grown-ass man played a teenage, like, fa- like, like popular girl in high school. Yeah. That is difficult by itself. It's Jack Black. And he pulled off that fucking outfit. I'm Dude. pretty sure that happened. He, pulled, he off. pulled off that outfit. He pulled off Freaky Friday, too. What? Did happen in Freaky Friday. Wait, he was nah. in, he was in Freaky Friday. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Freaky Friday. Oddly enough, was I, I was doing some research earlier today. Freaky Friday came up twice. In my research today. That's, what? That's yeah. Pretty freaky. Did you just really get third timed Freaky Friday? Dude, this is weird. I'm telling you. I love since that, that Mandela though. podcast a while back, like everything, like a lot of coincidences have been happening in my life. Yeah. A lot of coincidence. The whole thing is wild. Uh, let's go back to this biosphere. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's very interesting. And I still can't wrap my head around the fact that these smart ass dudes. Came up with this idea. It doesn't make sense. Like it seems like a good starting point. Like build this giant thing, closed system. That seems like a cool idea. But then to not really follow through with the like most basic points of it is that, that it's a closed system. All of the yeah. science out no, of that's it. just yeah. All the science is just thrown out the window. But it's maybe like a, that's the whole concept. Is that like they're trying to prove a point that the problem is is that all of this stuff can sustain life on its own. The problem is yeah people. People come in and they wreck it up. They mess up the balance, man. And that's well, the, they're literally doing that. They're literally they're literally changing the parameters of this experiment, which essentially they're fucking up. The humans fucking up the nature dome. That's what you're just saying. Yeah. So really, the scientists who are trying to prove that humans fuck up nature are fucking up the nature test. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, the, some of the problems I don't also say I don't follow you related to them directly <laughs> fucking it up. Well, you know? no, no, but, but 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 by definition, if if they change the parameters of a experiment midway through, that scientific method is, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's whack. You can't you can't you can't like have a hypothesis for like your goal, change the parameters, and still call it good. So what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> kind of siren is that right now? Do you guys hear that? I was talking. I can't hear anything. I'm talking. Just someone me. moaning. It was like woo 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 woo. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's in the car with a megaphone. Whoa, Lasers whoa, outside whoa, of our whoa, window. Whoa. Right it's right about now. biodome. What is this? We gotta stop the shit, guys. This is it. <laughs> this is the moment they invade. April. What is it? April. Uh, it's April, and they're coming. Open the fucking door. <laughs> We're coming in. Is that the aliens, uh, sir? Uh, can you can you give me fifteen minutes? <laughs> Chew on this shit for one second. What if Biodome, the script, was actually intended to be Bill and Ted 3? How dope would that have been? I've not seen that movie either. Oh, man, you haven't seen any of the Bill and Ted's? <laughs> Bill and Ted's great. <laughs> Excellent adventure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'll write your ass. I know. <laughs> not seen it. But explain to me. As somebody who's uneducated in both these movies, what do you mean? 
Oh, the script. Uh, it, there was a rumor actually that <laughs> this script. Dry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it was rumored that the script for Biodome was in, was originally the script for Bill and Ted Three. Oh. And uh, Keanu and um, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter didn't want to didn't want to do it. It's crazy that some of these actors that I am not in love with, but I love it just as people like Jack yeah. Black and Keanu. I've not seen these movies. Oh, like, Bill and Ted. Like, Bill and Ted is one of Keanu, my Shazam. like, Keanu Reeves. These are my you, Shazams. And you haven't seen. No, it's not. Like, sh- cause sh- for me. Nah, because Shazam doesn't exist. Well, I guess yeah, it does. it's movie. Bill and Ted, if you love Keanu and you haven't seen Bill and Ted, you're not a Keanu Expe- fan. I've been They're missing out. VHS. You've definitely been missing out. I DVDs, love Blu-rays, Point Break. You cannot tell discs. me. What? It's pro- in all forms of media. I'm sure. You know, Bill and Ted it exists, has so. one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. You can't tell me. In time, we'll oh. be dancing in the streets of love. <laughs> I thought you were talking about White Stallions. Also a great song. <laughs> White Stallions. No, Wild Stallions? White Stallions? What's the name of their band? What's the other one? Guys, what, do not look band? at me. I have no idea what the What's fuck's the, going on. Do you want to <laughs> play? I don't know, Sir Crates. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you can't tell me I don't like Keanu Reeves. I am in love with Point Break. I think he's great. <laughs> he, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, but this the this role, <laughs> Keanu, this role by Keanu is like this is the one that everyone says, yeah, yeah, it's Keanu. That's like a, the epitome. This of is where Keanu. it started. Oh no, come Point, That's hey. where he became who he is. Here's a fun no tidbit way. for you. Who he was. Point Break. And who he will be. Point Break wouldn't exist without Bill and Ted. It would not. I said it. Is that? That's I, a fact. Uh, that's a would, fact. Would Matrix not exist? Without Bill and Ted. No. Fucking yeah. So you're saying this is what boosted his stardom. This is what started his stardom. I'm saying this is what created Keanu Reeves. He was an Absolutely. enigma. And then he became Bodie, Keanu I just gotta Reeves. do this. <laughs> you can't can you go out there, Bodie. No! Gotta take you in. One more wave, Johnny. One Whoa. more wave. <laughs> Whoa. Another fun person that was in this movie, Kylie Minogue. Called this film her worst career move ever. Wasn't wait wait. This is the second wait. time we've talked about Biodome being a, the worst career move. Isn't that fucking crazy? And I have not yeah. seen it. What a coincidence. And like, <laughs> was, did Kylie Minogue make a better movie than this? <laughs> I have no like, idea. I have to check. Kylie that. Minogue, oh, IMDb. Kylie Minogue. I wish I had IMDb on my on my phone. I'll just twiddle my thumbs right here. She's beautiful, by the way. She is a wait. beautiful. Oh my god. Oh. She was in another movie that is amazing. Blade. <laughs> Uh, how about a Jean-Claude Van Damme flick? Oh, what are we talking here, bub? Sonic Boom! What? Street Fighter. She played Cammy oh, in 1994 Street Fighter. Live action. But Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, Jean-Claude. You know, I'm a film nerd in my in my hometown, and I've not seen any of these movies. Yeah, because Ooh. Grand Haven, Michigan still has a movie gallery and or blockbuster <laughs> that is Dude, out of date. I Video Wonderland? Between 1980 in 1995, which like, means you're missing everything from 96 on. <laughs> so I only watch things pre-birth. <laughs> yes. So I'm so looking through Kylie's work. IMDb, and I don't see anything Moulin at the Rouge. caliber of Biodome or Street Fighter. Moulin Rouge. Yeah, like I said, I don't see anything of the caliber of Street Fighter and Biotech. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? vous coucher avec moi ce soir? San Andreas with The Rock. Whoa, okay. Yeah, Tight. she's in that. Tight. That's a big blockbuster move. That was that was her move to undo <laughs> <laughs> Biodome. She's like, it's been so many years, and I've been trying to fix my fuck up. So I decided to be in a picture with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Whoa. She was in Stephen Hawking's new voice, Comic Relief. Not sure what that is. 
But what is that? Stephen Hawking, R.I.P. R.I.P. Stephen Hawking. I'll miss you. <laughs> oh, wait, this you is know what would be crazy? crazy? Wait, 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 wait. You would be really crazy? I know this is a little outside, and maybe this is a little disrespectful, but like the things we're trying to quantify, the the ideas, scientific things, the universe things we're trying to figure out in our, you know, our planet and and beyond, aliens and shit, spirits that we talked last week, um, are so you know out of our realm. But they are so they were so in his realm. That would that could have been literally our like our <laughs> we should look up to that guy. We should look up to Stephen Hawking. He's literally no. He's oh, I thought dude. you were talking about Polly Shore this whole time. And no. I would agree with both of those. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're both our, our legacy. <laughs> so Stephen Hawking's new voice, semi, uh, colon, comic relief. Stephen Hawking has had the same trademark voice for 30 years and has now decided it's time for a change. Watch him view the audition tapes from hopeful celebrities. Wait, his voice has been the same? Yeah, so I guess he describes... His computer voice? <laughs> what? He describes audition tapes from celebrities and his... You know, Hawking voice? I don't know. Is that like a computer? It's got to be like a parody video. Man, this is bearing his name, though. Trying to trying to do some edgy stuff there at the end of his life. Yeah, that's That's pretty cool. Do you do you really think that humans? I know, I know. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of. It's a hot subject. Humans are purposely or yes. Fucking up the world, the the nature, the natural order of things. Absolutely Absolutely not, in my opinion. Absolutely not. What? Purposely? Uh. Either. I think a lot of people are. Like some people don't is, care and they don't get what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I think. it's like smoking cigarettes. It tells you over and over yeah. and over again, like, hey, That's true. this is gonna fuck you up and also the environment. So don't be an asshole. Yeah. People Stop keep it. smoking cigarettes. It's addiction. You know, a lot of people yeah. say, you know, I didn't see the dinosaur when I was a kid. My son's not gonna see a polar bear. I don't give a shit. I don't know what the hell you I mean, just <laughs> said, Johnny. <laughs> I'm saying I heard the words polar bear, <laughs> kid. And that's it. Dinosaur. Polar bears are extinct right now, Johnny. I never uh, saw a dinosaur. Watch your lips. Are they really? Yeah, I believe yeah. they're. Yeah, they're. Yeah. No, they're not. Well, they're endangered. I literally. They're endangered. Yeah, I literally Did I saw. Say extinct? A, oh yeah, my bad. No, I, I'm saying I never saw a dinosaur when I was a kid. My kids are going to see a polar bear. That's a joke. But I'm you've seen lots it, of lizards. You've seen lots of birds. You've I think seen people have alligators and alligator? crocodiles. People have the mentality. Oh, dinosaur, dinosaurs. Okay. Well, alligator is actually technically a dinosaur. Dinosaur. Yeah, it's actually pronounced alligator. <laughs> alligator. Well, what I'm saying is alligator. that I think people at a certain level are like, you know, it's not going to affect you when I'm dead. So fuck it. Yeah, and I understand that point of view. But you're saying humans don't purposely or do purposely. I would say overall, like the human race yeah. does not purposely screw the world up. I mean, I there was a time when we were a very small part of the world and mm-hmm. we were very in, 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 insignificant to like we still the are. everyday happenings. Yeah, we're still fairly insignificant in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, we, we do see that we're changing the world. But mm. we have not been – I mean, this is – this is very fringe, guys. No, I like this. Like, I, you know, I don't have a solid opinion on, like, global warming. Is it happening? Is it not happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's tons of science uh, that supports both sides. I've seen that, yeah. But, like, we live for such a short amount of time. Why be a dick? Why be a dick, yeah. yeah. Why be a fucking dick? No, Do you really need to pollute, litter, and all this shit? Like, who wants to kill an animal for no reason? You know, like, who wants to see polar bears just Apparently, extinct? the people in Ohio... Because they fucking killed those raccoons. Yeah. Fucking Ohio. Youngstown, Young Smith, Youngshire, wherever so, you fucking we're, place we're, we're exiling a thousand cities. You, Stop Ohio. naming cities. We're going to, like, <laughs> We got blacklisted yeah. in several parts. Certainly yeah. not Grand Haven, Michigan, though. No, no Grand Haven, Michigan. They would <laughs> They welcome us with open arms. Out. So <laughs> hear me out. What if, all right? Now, we're talking hypotheticals Hypothetical. 
What if Biodome was perceived as a 5% stoner, stupid comedy, but actually had a lot to say? Because the movie opens with both Polly Shore's character and the Baldwin boy sitting in their apartment or house, and it's just trash. There's trash everywhere. There's cans. There's all this stuff. And this is back in 1996. This is when people didn't know what gluten-free even meant. Right. Yeah. Really? Like veganism. Still Where's that planet? Me. Like, you could, if you, if, like, for a vegan to find a vegan restaurant, it was tough. Like, you had to be in one of two places. Yeah. That was New York or L.A. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for a movie in 1996 to be this progressive and come off as so stupid, I think stupid comedies were selling in the 90s. We got movies like Tommy Boy. We got yeah. movies like Black Sheep. We got Biodome. We got In the Army Now. We got these stupid 90s comedies, but that was selling at the point. Right. So going back to the beginning of the podcast, we talk about the commercial commercialization of this. What if the concept was to shine light, shed light on these two dumb characters mm-hmm. and show them as the common American person? Oh. People who don't care about society. They ignorant. don't care about anything. Yeah, they're ignorant people who are blind to everything around them, the blue, the beauty that is our big blue planet. So this whole movie was essentially a PSA saying, don't be these two people. Yeah, wake the fuck up. Wake up. Stop being such an asshole. Wake me up inside. Save me. <laughs> save me. <laughs> so, this is a Come bad time for Evanescence <laughs> reference. <laughs> but it's all, I, the whole movie's a PSA saying, like, guys, like, just don't be an asshole. Like, and the only way that we can show you that is to put it in the form you of a stupid comedy. You can right. understand. Because that if we a lot told of people you, you wouldn't listen. Relate to. Right. And I, I think yeah. that's probably right. Like, you think about the people, you know, at the time or at any time in history, like, you know, post-60s and 70s, like, you know, the people who who, who want to make the change, you know, who are willing to, like, pick it and stuff like that, they're they're young 20s right. with the, the alternate lifestyles. They're the vegans. They're, you know, saving animals, saving the planet. That's, like, the right, uh, dare I say, stoners. Yeah. Like, that's the group that would probably respond to environmental issues. Mm-hmm. Perfect group to, you know, take a stab at, at, you know, young in their life at a time when it's like, man, I need to make a decision with my life. I need to start doing something. Maybe I need to start doing something important, you know. And in the movie, you know, they are very ignorant in the beginning of the movie. Right. You know, they're just stoner dudes looking for some purple sticky punch. And then all of a sudden they wind up in this thing. They cause all these speed. troubles. What? Purple sticky punch weed. Do your own research, Johnny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for another. That's another episode. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. A whole nother can of sweet shit. They're saving. They're saving. <laughs> so these guys, you know, they're in the biodome. They they fuck it up. Like they become the issue. Well, they realize they're the biodome. problem. They realize it though. Yeah. Oddly enough, the turning point is the party they threw with Tenacious D. That's yep. the turning point. Tenacious, they, they throw this badass party because they, what do they want to save the dome? They want to do something. They, they have something good in mind. They fuck up. They throw a party. It trashes this place. Yeah. Mm. And, and so it it's like. throws off all the ecosystem like, stuff. That's, throws it up. Everyone's pissed at them. Not that they liked them to begin with. That sounds like para, you know, society. That's like what we're, what's happening. Right. Like, but these and, guys, yeah. they flip the script. And they say, damn, dude, we see what we're doing. Yeah, we're idiots. Yeah, we're idiots, man. We got we to gotta fix this place. So it's like big. Cleaning montage. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Oh my behind. god, the safety dance, man! Yeah. When they're dancing around, is that's the, the song. Safety dance in that movie too. Not, not only is the I safety you dance what. in the movie, I love that song. A midget wearing the same clothes as in as the video is in the movie. For no reason, he just shows up. That's, a that's great, great song. But the problem, a little person. The problem is, yes, yeah, vertically challenged. Person. The problem is, is that. This movie, God, this mo- Biodome is a lot smarter than I thought. The thing is, is that this movie 
is fiction. And these two idiot characters in a perfect world coming around and going, you know what? We are the problem. Let's fix it. The Biosphere 2, bringing me back to that, it failed because the people wouldn't stop and realize they were the problem. And these are probably some of the most intelligent people who were like living in like Avatar. Right, got, like, they, they call these people Weaver. astronaut level scientists. Yeah, you know they they were, you know they they need to be able to go in space. Like yeah. they're very physically fit people. Yep. Yeah. you know very smart, train very them. trained. Yeah, ready. You know, ready for it. And even they couldn't stop and go. You know what, Randy? You're the fucking problem, bub. <laughs> yeah, you're the problem. I, like I can't get over Randy's fucking bo and whatever square footage we have. Right. Like that's the issue or whatever. Yeah. Or like you know, dude, choose loudly or something. Lewis keeps you know, we're trying talking very smoking cigarettes. Probably. In the damn terrarium. <laughs> in the biodome. <laughs> it's so weird to me that they have all these problems in it, but how big is this biodome, by the way? This biodome is big. Not sure how big the one in biodome so actually like is, because it was an actual set. It didn't take place yeah. in Biosphere 2, like, which it should the idea, have. How big would it have been? Just give me a rough estimation. Uh, let we me see here. We got, exact... some, yeah, we got some stuff here. Well, okay. Because we're talking about the biosphere. The thing is, if, if this were a hypothetical, it would be one thing. If biodome was a completely original movie, it would be a hypothetical. But the yeah. idea... That coming into this, I thought Biodome was a cle- was just a clever idea for comedy, and right. that, like that. Sure, it might have been, but the fact that Biosphere Two existed, it kind of defeats the hypothetical in between because we have something to pull to. So, right, the size of Biosphere Two is the well, this thing's pretty big. Yeah, um, it was divided up into let's yeah, see how many different like types of well, nature. Seven biomes is what they say. Okay. Um, like it consisted of a 20,000 square foot rainforest, yep. 800 or 9,100 square feet square foot ocean with a coral reef. Mm. What? 4,800 square foot mangrove wetland. Mm-hmm. The swamps. 1,400 square foot savanna or grassland. A 1,500 square foot fog desert. What? Well, where is it? I don't know what that is. And then... A dedicated a- agricultural area, yeah. agricultural dome, and then like a habitat area. So with all the facilities yeah. and roughly, I didn't the do laboratories. Math in my head. That's a lot of that's a lot of room. How many? I didn't add that up. Yeah. I don't how know. many scientists you said? Uh, I'm not sure how many scientists okay, were in well, there total. Well, let's, my, let's my, find my, my point I want to get to is that we have this many people in that big of an area having problems and fighting with each other or whatever. Fuck you, Randy. But <laughs> astronaut ready people, you know, they spend you know in the International Space Station. 24-7 with each other in close quarters. They strap their legs right. up to their backs and they're able to sl- like sleep in a sitting position. They have to pee in a bag. They have to poop out of the, out of the <laughs> literally out of the airlock. Those kind of things happen. They don't, I mean, I don't think they do, but uh, they don't go fucking bananas like this happened. Right. I mean, these people had <laughs> apparently 27,000 square feet of the agriculture and human habitat stuff. That up? And it says here there are eight scientists. You could literally go That's to- That's a lot of space. Eight scientists, seven, seven different- Seven different yeah, areas. But, yeah, areas. Each one could go to a different part of this, you know. And be totally alone. 40 acres. Yeah. They would never, 40 acres. That's they, how big this thing, and it's still operating ooh, today. Wow. They could walk all toward each other, not like see each other probably for a, hours. Maybe that's a, overestimating what, or, or exaggerating. What I'm saying is that they don't, <laughs> they don't, they, they, don't, they, they don't. lose somebody and Randy's like in the woods. They're like, where's, <laughs> guys, we lost Randy. <laughs> he goes rogue. He's like in He's a, a tree. wild man. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, looks down. He's got like a spear. He's uh, like, me and you, Bethany. Me and you. Right now. Johnny, that is actually what happens in the fucking movie. The head scientist yep. goes fucking nuts, yep. goes rogue, leaves the group, 
goes crazy. He's hiding out. He's doing all these crazy things. He's like sabotaging things. And he ends up Dude. being the, like the, the bad guy in the movie that Bud and Doyle, our two main characters, have to battle. And in the process, they get the rest of the team back on their side. And they, they work together wow. to battle this evil scientist and destroy the laboratory. They don't destroy what the laboratory. What a great, like, all encompassing like, story. Like, like, that's a it great is a really good life story. lesson. You gotta work together. Fuck you, Ranger. I mean, there's but a moral to it. that's the solution. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. I think, and, that's, and that's why, like, yeah, we're talking about Biodome, and it's ridiculous. But, Fuck like, yeah. the solution is that we do have to work together. And at the end right. of the day, if we're going to make our planet a better place, if we are going to colonize Mars, if yeah. we are going to do all these things, we got to work together. Got to get over the simple shit. Yeah, you know? stop being selfish. Right. Don't a, be. You know, don't be selfish. That's a big part of it. You know, um, in colonialization, you know, way way back when I'm a date for you because I don't have a computer in front of me, but it originally like the whole like um, uh, the sharing of of wealth, bread, agriculture, all those things, those goods were split equally between um, colonial people. I, I, I'm. I sound stupid. Right Settlers. Now. But but. Only, only until people got greedy. Pilgrims. Pilgrims. Only until people got greedy do we have to split it up in different portions. You're like, you do this much work, you do this much food. And that's how we essentially right. got into our system of our society. You uh, know who got greedy? Christopher Columbus. He did it. Chris Colum. Technically. A uh, fun little fun fact. Uh, my grandpa uh, did our genealogy, like, so detailed. Not even from, like, genealogy.com or whatever. Like, he did, like, paper trail You just sell, like, a blood sample of himself? He did, yeah. Like, he did real research. There's a whole, like, folder. Like, not folder. There's a whole file cabinet full of, like, our genealogy shit. We go all the, ba- all the way back to the Mayflower, dog. What? All the way back, dude. Mayflower? I'm a ridge, man. Okay. Really? I'm on a ridge. Damn, Damn, what I'm was a, it like? I'm on a ridge. What was it like? <laughs> Well, back when I was a kid in the Mayflower. <laughs> what do you mean? The year was 1643. The Mayflower was awful cold this season. Uh, I believe it ended in a two because Columbus sailed the ocean blue. In 1942. It did. 1942. 1942. He found the settlers and decided to offer them some bread. I don't the think settler took the bread, took a little nibbling. And said, "Fuck you, Christopher it's Columbus." That's not what I was said, saying. He said, "Fuck you. I'm taking a. I'm taking a bread. Here's some corn." It's not what I was saying. But get that corn out of my face. Get that corn out of my face. <laughs> corn out of my face. So what? What, I, what I'm getting at is that um, these people got greedy, and if we could essentially, as a society, as a world, could be like greedy, is what you're saying, then we could make you know Mars, Titan, one of Jupiter's, I think maybe Saturn's moons. I don't remember. Habitable. We could actually make, but if we're greedy, Titan, Jupiter moon, I think. Is, is Jupiter? that Jupiter moon? I don't know. It, it's a, but it's a it's a moon of a different of a planet. Yeah, in, in our solar system, uh, um, a celestial body <laughs> in our I'm solar system. On that, <laughs> on that planet, all the water is, is methane, <laughs> and it's uh, I think it's so cold. Oh my gosh, I forgot my my facts are messed up. Regardless, it's like not habitable, but it, it is a liquid form, like one of the only liquid Dope. form like planets in our solar system besides Mars. Way back when, when it had water. Moving on. Okay. Um, okay. Hey, Mars still has water. It way way down, way down. Yeah, but you it's know, visible you know on the surface lives, though. What lives under the surface? No, it's water people. <laughs> water people. That's why they don't send anyone back or anyone to Mars because they're afraid of water people. They're, yeah, it's all they're, they're for the shape of water dude. It's the shape of water dude. That's where he originated from. <laughs> we don't want a movie. <laughs> he got it from Mars. That's actually so Guillermo funny. del Toro actually captured a, a water person from Mars, a Marcion, from deep in the crust. <laughs> and that's why that movie won an Oscar. That, I th- that's I think, the reason why. It's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. I tell you that much. She's so like, how oh. many movies that are, do we know of 
where like the main moral plot or whatever or like dick. or like device that they use in the movie is how does this group of people act in a seemingly claustrophobic environment even if it's not truly a small space it's a social experiment yeah social experiment like even like a walking dead yeah. Like it boils down to that. A really like good example. A, it, technically in a claustrophobic space, even though right. they're in a wide open world, you know. Well, claustrophobic because like, like anywhere around them could kill them. I'd be right. They could stick together, you know. Yeah, I'm more claustrophobic if I think something is killing me than if I'm in a closed space because it's not technically life threatening. So well, that's a crazy. I've never. Part. No one's ever tried to kill me. I. Uh, I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> it's, it's the idea when like you're on an airplane and there's something about it that feels okay. Like you you don't feel claustrophobic as shit. Like it just feels okay. But the claustrophobia really comes in when you're like, you feel trapped or helpless. And I think mm-hmm. that's the problem where, I, you know, I do I want someone to colonize Mars? Absolutely. Do I want like a biosphere to, to make it up there? Absolutely. But even when people say they're prepped and ready to do it and they're capable, I don't think a human being can feel, A, so far from our home planet. Yeah. And B, in this dome – that they know if one thing goes wrong, if there is a puncture, a hole, if something goes wrong, they are all dead. Well, in, in The Martian, oh man, who's the lead actor? In Matt the Damon. And Matt, in that Matt movie, Damon. Everything was going so well. He was like essentially in his own biodome, his own bio, like. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was surviving making poop, poop potatoes. <laughs> Potato <laughs> poop. Poop potatoes. Poop potatoes. And poop potatoes with ketchup. <laughs> he runs out of ketchup. Sorry, a little spoiler there. Well, what I'm saying is that one puncture, one rock, one one thing goes wrong in the airlock, in, in the, uh, the, oh, I guess airlock, and it, it's not supposed to happen this way, but it actually flips that whole entire section. That wouldn't really happen, but it flips it, breaks it, and all the, the poop potatoes die. Right. One dude not trying to fuck it up, but right, imagine yeah. all these people being selfish they're going to fuck it up. They're going to fuck yeah. it up. Yeah, there's nothing they can do about but it. But paranoia, like, would set in and everything, too. Like, outside you know, death. You, you have a crew of, like, nine people. Then they all start getting paranoid. Right. Like, they're sitting at dinner. One of them looks over the other one. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel you looking at me. Like, I what know you've I been done? eating more than me. Yeah. Because yeah, one of these things, one of the experiments with this is a very controlled diet. Right. Super low caloric intake. A lot of nutrients. This is such like Matt. This is real stats on this episode. Real fucking stats. People. <laughs> yeah, you're saying Lord diet. Yeah. So imagine, like, I mean, you're you're angry because you're you're hungry all the time. I'm angry, dude. And so would you call that a yeah, space a space cetarian? <laughs> is that what you call it? Is that what you call that diet? I mean, if they had some Snickers on board, they'd be all right. I could totally imagine being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need the Snickers. I can only imagine being in this biodome in a planet. You know, hundreds of. I don't, a long way away from home. I don't have like the amount of tens days. of <laughs> twenties of miles from this planet Earth. Oracle, Arizona. So, so. It, it's a, a long, oh, a long way away from Earth, and you're like, you know, you're gonna get paranoid. Outside is death. You know, the Randy across the table could kill you. Right. And the only thing keeping He's you got alive that look in his eyes. is each other. And if yeah. one of you turns, oh, dude, that human, the human race would yeah. fuck that up. But I also would, think about, it, let's say on Mars, not in Arizona. Let's say you're on Mars, mm-hmm. and it is just you and one other person. Maybe let's just say one other person. I don't think that you would want to harm that other person for nothing. Like you would want to have such a, like that's your, you your only system. person. Yeah, support yeah. system, man. That is your only person. Passengers would disagree with you. With uh, Jennifer, man, Lawrence. don't talk about passengers they, on this podcast. They turned on each other. You don't. Like I don't know if I've made it clear, but I'm not really movie. a J Law guy. Mm, but whatever. Don't tell me. Ah, uh, don't I you like even. parts of it. You know, if 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 you if, can't like parts of a movie, uh, yeah, I can. No, you can't like parts of a movie. You like parts of Greatest Showman. 
I like the opening opening. You can't like parts of a movie. Yeah, but I don't like the I, movie. That's fine. I like parts of Passengers. Listen, I would connect to everybody. I would. I would. I would. You would. I would be. Because you're not an asshole. Well, I would be connect. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> I would. You're I would take everybody <laughs> on that biosphere on Mars, and we'd all have a special connection. <laughs> and I. I just be staring off into the great. <laughs> <laughs> Great wide Look at his eyes and it say this be, with conviction. Please. It would be. The, oh, he's talking about my eyes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd stare so out we're the, on this planet together. Yeah, yeah I'm it's watching. me and you. Yeah, all right. And we're staring off in the great abyss, and we look down and we see Earth, just sitting there. Tiny little blue Earth. How do we reproduce? I, I just, I just want to tell you how I feel about it, <laughs> and I just, I can't put it into words. It's just like I, I got the. Whole world in my hands. <laughs> You're homesick. You are literally <laughs> planet sick. It is a. Is this a Con Air segue? Well, I was thinking more like Rocket Man. Classic Disney film. <laughs> oh, dude, I couldn't. Okay, perfect segue. <laughs> Turns out that the Bill and Ted thing, just a rumor. Uh, you know, it's been verified that was just a rumor. What was? That, oh, the script. Yeah, that the script was not ever intended to be Bill and Ted 3. Who was the number one actor that was like in the running for this? Who that they were reaching out for? Mandela. Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams, brother. What? I wait a minute. When Harlan did Rocket Williams, Man come out? I want to say 1998. All right, let's seven. Say, let's seven. Say, let's seven. Say, 1997. Way one year. After so you're telling me Harlan Williams? So they want Harlan for, for Biodome in '96. They wanted him for Biodome. Think about Polly Shore and Harlan Williams in that movie. Like, eh, you know, dude did great, but oh, it'd be Harlan, insane. Harlan is hilarious. Oh, he's Rocket a Man legend. Was hilarious. John Jacob. John Jacob. It's John so Jacob. I know that, John but I don't know Jacob. who this guy is. <laughs> it's oddly enough that is a very similar. There are some similar similarities. Yeah, very very similar similarities. Between Rocket Man and Biodome, he gets locked into a rocket with what's supposed to be a mission to like deep space mm-hmm. on a rocket full of chimpanzees. Oh. And the chimpanzees are supposed to do these things throughout the whole thing. And there's a couple of scientists on board as well. Okay. Harland was the the chimpanzee like trainer, like back mm. at back at home base, you know, yeah. in Houston or Florida, wherever they're at. He was them. Yeah. And I don't know if they decide to take him on or if he gets stuck in there. No, he's like he's he's really good at what he does, right? Because he designs right. all the he designed the like a landing pro- system or something the landing like system, that. Yeah, for right. the Mars rover. So they're like, this is the only guy who can do it. We got to get him on board. So if I don't know if they're going to Mars or where, but it's like deep Mars, space. Yeah. So they're in like a cryo freeze during yeah. takeoff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like the whole trip. For some reason, he messes up and like. His thing does not shut or whatever, so he just like goes to sleep and then like wakes up like after a normal night's sleep. Kind of sounds like and uh, he's by himself things. for the whole trip, you know, which is like a year or something or however long. Yeah, because he doesn't. He man, there's a great scene. I tell you what, one of the greatest gags in movie history. There's a scene where he's walking around with another great actor, and they're walking around on Mars, and they have to share a tube because one of the guys <laughs> runs out of oxygen, and Harlan Williams uh, keeps farting. Oh wait! And I've the seen tube this scene. starts inflating because yeah, of the it's great. It's actually accurate science if we're trying to talk. That's about what would happen to gas. to an astronaut's suit. Yeah, it filled would with farts. Yeah. yeah, it would inflate. Uh, oh, because you're, you're the methane gas. Well, because you're you're adding more 
a volume of, uh, I guess, air. Methane to methane oxygen. To yeah. what you're just adding more to the suit, essentially. To the suit, yeah. You're yeah. breathing in and out, you know, and, and, and that's just, you know. But what you don't fart oxygen. It's, it's still. It's, it's it, a gas. Methane. But it still yeah. has a, like, I don't know what the, 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 um, the, the, the. It's you, a pollutant you know, you, you in your tiny is. little atmosphere, no, I would yeah. have to say. There's no unit of measurement I'm trying to figure out, but, like, the, the, the quantity of gas is... there a unit is, of measurement for uh, farts? <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, well, like, Siri, uh, is there air? a unit of measurement for farts? <laughs> liters of gas? What is it? Like, it's got to be, like, uh, it's, it's not pounds. Gas? It's not How do you get, meters? like, propane? It's got to be metric. Oh, wait. It's pounds per square inch of pressure? Oh, man. Yeah, it seems like it would be pressure-related, yeah. You're, you're, you're adding to your suit so it blows up. How do we get in this fart suit? Rocket Man. Rocket Man. How have we not gotten on a fart hey, suit hey, yet? You want to hear something crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a typical fart is composed of about 59% oh, I, nitrogen. I, I know this. 21% hydrogen, 9% carbon dioxide, 7% Seven. methane, and 4% oxygen. 7% methane? Yeah, that's it. And that's what's rooted in the ozone. 7% well, How much methane farts? is in a cow's fart? Now check this out. Is it not? Don't answer this from? Only 1% of farts contain hydrogen sulfide gas and mercaptanes. Mercep- Spill it out. Those mercaptanes. And mercaptanes, which contain sulfur, and the sulfur is what makes farts stink. I believe that. I mean, I've no offense. I've driven to Florida quite a few times. <laughs> I know what sulfur smells like. Dude, Colorado <laughs> steamboat smells like As a little like kid, sulfur. I would like, you know, I'm like sleep in the back seat on our drives to Florida. Damn. You know, window down. And then it's like... <laughs> oh god we just crossed the state line hell I'm yeah Florida now you smell it before you see the palm trees uh, so that's I, probably not true I don't agree with the whole farts fuck the ozone up <laughs> I don't agree with that I was just dead at that farts yeah well it, uh, I you mean do? 9% of a fart is carbon dioxide and if but, how many people are on planet earth no that's fine no 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 no. The, no the, Johnny if you I swear to god <laughs> if you try to steer away from this great I'm not, piece I'm not of investigation. This is. I think the typical thought, though, is that how many it's cows farts that are so bad for the atmosphere, not necessarily human. But it, how many people are on planet Earth? Uh, seven point six billion. Oh man, seven point. Let's do some math. I'm gonna here. say seven point four billion. I think seven. I'm gonna say six point eight three billion. Currently, seven point four. Currently, six. There are seven point four four two billion people Jonathan on this blue planet. Smack skin. Uh. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. So 7.442 billion times 9%. What's 9% of 7.422 oh, let's billion? Let's our heads through this. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. Um, uh, I forgot both numbers already. Say it's like somewhere around 100 million. <laughs> let's do 7% million. of what? Point no. nine. 100 million. Times 7.442. Oh, What's... What's ten percent of seven point six nine seven eight? What forgot the number already? Liters, uh, <laughs> <Cows>. billion, <laughs> point seven six. So what is that? Seven hundred million. So uh, under a little under a, mi- a one billion percent of people farting. Uh, I don't. Or, <laughs> sorry, I don't. one billion percent. Uh, dude, a fart. <laughs> <laughs> you're going really hard trying to make this work. I, I see you're going with the this. bottom line. If we is have a mathematician out there listening right now who can quantify the level of farts by the human race and how many of those farts contain <laughs> sulfuric <laughs> methane, <laughs> but, which is fine. 
But get it, back to us. The carbon dioxide. H Y B R O. But if 7.442 pe- billion people farted at the same time, oh my if God. all of them at one time, like if someone at one did some, time? what a sound. Yeah, they, Jeez, the earth would probably implode. It, it would. Because 9% of that's <laughs> carbon oh dioxide. God. The earth would be fucked. Dude. A, the earth would either move, implode, or the atmosphere would just be pooped away. Organic matter Guys, takes this is, all our carbon dioxide. We've really been, I feel like the podcasts have performed a lot better than I ever anticipated they would. This is when they, the decline starts happening. The decline <laughs> could set in, you know, uh, whatever. The, the same people who are, you know, giving Polly Shore's movies, you know, sixes and tens on Rotten Tomatoes. Are probably going to give us a one. You don't care about our fart talk. Yeah. So screw those guys. So this brings me back. So. Okay, all this fart talk, I'm going to try to justify here. It wasn't just for my own sick enjoyment. I want to talk about the biosphere, too. All right? I want to talk about how many people were in that biosphere. And I want to talk about how many of them were farting in that biosphere. 100% of them. Exactly. 100%. Would that throw off if you contain that much, even in 40 acres? Right. Would you be throwing off the ozone? I would, I would certainly, I would think so, certainly. Uh, but I think one of the parts of these experiments was how strenuous their diet was, and I'm sure, hopefully, they took that into account. Like, I guess they weren't eating as much fruit as you know maybe they typically would. I don't know. But they were. I, I would imagine they're probably you know eating. You know, fruit makes not, you fart more. Right. Yeah. So probably eating less fruit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's fascinating. Yeah. At the end of the day, I. I don't know necessarily if if this film made a contribution onto the way people believe or want to treat the Earth. I think at the end of the day, we just stop being assholes, start working together, and regardless if global warming is, is real or not, the way we improve anything, whether it's agriculture, whether it's like industry, whatever it is, n- natural or not, this podcast or something else, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> yeah, teamwork makes the dream yeah, if work. There's one That's thing a good we've point. all learned today. We have each other, right? And that's important because without each other, there's only one of us. And without one of us, there's none of us. Therefore, I feel like that's such a solid ender. Uh, I feel, I feel good. Taylor, do you feel gratified, satisfied, and even a bit aroused by all of the coverage of this topic well, of fiction meets guys, reality? When we're talking Polly Shore movies, I'm at a constant semi. So yeah, <laughs> I was aroused. Great. And I feel <laughs> great. You know, when we started this, I didn't think that we would go all the way from Biodome. Mm-mm. You know what? That's a lie. We were, were starting Biodome. We were I knew somewhere. we were going to end on farts. <laughs> Without mean, a doubt. Is I, this not the biggest Dutch oven you've ever <laughs> oh seen? Oh my God. I have ever that seen. That is the biggest Dutch oven. <laughs> Wait, is that a quote from the movie? No, that was a Ace Ventura reference. Oh, of course it is. Yep. Now he, let's talk. He found Captain Winky. Comedic legend. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a guy. Probably one of the greatest actors of all time, N- not just in comedy. Because he's got, he's, got, he's got range. 
range, incredible range, okay. incredible range. Yeah, and it's and if we're talking about range, guys, if 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 you thought for three episodes you were getting the same thing over and over with us, we're gonna try to give you a little range. Skirt, think again, people. Yeah, we're gonna try to give you something a little bit different. On occasion, we're gonna do well researched. Uh, Episodes, but we're also going to do episodes that are based on the hypotheticals of films, television. Our minds, Farts. really. Our minds. That's Farts. all I have. That's all I have. And I think that's important. And I think, guys, if we can keep you in, uh, engaged, entertained, and a little excited, we've done our job. I'm excited. So, if you got a hypothetical you want us to talk about or a thought you'd like to share about today's episode, good news. We teased it last week. But today, I'm going to give you the exact pieces of information you need to reach out to us. You can shoot us an email at our brand new email, sponsored by gmail.com. It's highbrothoughts at gmail.com. If you didn't guess it was at gmail.com, what well, is? Oh, it is. I'm worried about you. Can, can you spell it out, Nick? You can H. email it. You can send it. Yeah. You can post it. You can even yeah, chat you, with you us because we're all on it. Email. You can actually, if we're on at the same time with modern technology, you can actually have a conversation with us and we'll video, respond. Video chat. Technology, the new album by Don Broco. It's Check great. it out now. It's a great Check that out too. as well. Good good plug. Hybrothoughts at gmail.com. H-Y-B-R-O thoughts.com. That's H-Y-B-R-O thoughts at gmail. Dot com. That's dot com, people. Dot, dot com, com G M A I L. Not web. Gmail. Dot com. So who knows, guys? Maybe your hypothetical will be featured on next week's episode. If you want us to also talk about a hypothetical from a piece of modern or past entertainment, please, we'll talk about it. We talked about The Exorcist last week. We talked about Biodome this week. Guys, nothing is off the table. <laughs> literally nothing. We can talk about anything. <laughs> well, we literally physically can talk about anything you... Yeah, that's yeah. It. As long as the hypotheticals are there and in place, we're good. Forever. Solid? All I need is you. <laughs> you is all I need. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to yet another one of our crazy episodes. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's still happening. What number is this? This is number four. Tight. Feels like 400. It does feel like 400. Let's not stop here. Let's keep going. Can't stop, won't stop. Never stop. So with that being said, we're going to stop for today. I'm Nick. I'm Taylor. I'm Johnny. Guys, thank you again so much. We couldn't do this without you, and we appreciate all of the listens and uh, the comments on the Facebooks and all that stuff. We can't wait to see the comments on the Google machine. So guys, thank you so much, and we will see you, hear you, and feel you again next week. <laughs> Email is an hypothetical. Ah, fuck! <laughs> That's what it was. Hey, bro.